Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. The great art of storytelling is the ability to condense a long tale into one that can bear listening. You may disagree with my treatise, but then again, you may agree in part. But within each of the following tales, you can find a story of virtue, of suffering, of courage, or of fraternity. If they are applied purely as stories of legend, you and your children may, no matter their age, begin some great dialogue. And with that being said, here are some of the finest tales ever given to the screen. Let me lead off with the first tale, The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. First of all, because it's a great story of men who have virtuous behavior, some more flawed than others, like all of us. And of course, there's Liberty Valance for contrast. But more importantly, we learn the meaning of this great line, when the legend becomes fact, print the legend. Thus, a good beginning point to render towards Hollywood as a basis for discussing virtue, because Hollywood cannot nor never will tell the complete truth, rendering it virtuous. And no man should be drawn into finding his virtues solely among Hollywood's legends. Secondly, there's the tale of the Miserable. Jean Valjean is a man released from prison in the 19th century. He was incarcerated for stealing a loaf of bread and served 19 years of hard labor. Upon his release, he's bitter, desperate, homeless. But he finds a bishop who will take him in for the night. But in the morning, Valjean steals silver from the bishop and knocks the bishop over the head in desperation to flee. But the police capture Valjean with the stolen silver in hand. But then the bishop presses no charges and Valjean is released. The bishop says to him, Jean Valjean, my brother, you no longer belong to evil. With this silver I have bought your soul. I have ransomed you from fear and hatred, and now I give you back to God. It's a priceless story of forgiveness. In the tale of the Cowboys, this conversation between Ains Peterson, played by Slim Pickens, and Will Anderson, played by John Wayne, should remind the world that the teaching of manhood needs to begin earlier than the age of 26. Ain't says to Will, How old were you when you went on your first cattle drive? And Will answered, Well, in my day, but Ants cut him short. How old were you, Will? Will answered, Thirteen, but my old man's pants fit me. Will Anderson is forced to hire a bunch of boys that aren't much older than thirteen to drive his cattle to market. Near the end of the tale, Mr. Anderson dies from bullet wounds in the back after Asa Watts, played by Bruce Dern, shoots him, and then takes the cattle and leaves the boys high and dry to bury Mr. Anderson. But there's been a lot of growing up in these boys on this cattle drive. Mr. Anderson's final words are, I'm proud of you. All of you. Every man wants his children to be better than he was. You are. Isn't it so true that boys need to be challenged by older men, even surrogate fathers like Will Anderson, then encouraged that they are capable of succeeding? Then we have the tale of the gladiator, reminding us that what we do in life echoes in eternity. And of course, there's that question. You do have a name, don't you? My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commanders of the armies of the north, general of the Felix Legions, and loyal servant of the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Well, that's quite an answer. 
But have you given your children the meaning of your family name? In the tale of Shawshank Redemption, the meek and therefore indomitable spirit found within some men is given life in the role of Andy Dufresne, giving versus taking, reminding us in telling Red that the idea of a man having hope is a good thing. Then in the tale of the Cinderella Man, it's the story of heavyweight boxer James J. Braddock, heavyweight champion from 1935 to 37. He was a man who inspired Americans to strive forward and not give up as they witnessed him overcome many of the hardships that related to their own personal struggles in that era of the Depression. The real Cinderella story reminds us that even miracles take a little bit of time. But if you believe like Braddock believed, that when things are bad, you can change them versus giving up, well, it's a victory beyond price. In the John Wayne epic tale, True Grit, we learn that real courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. And we're also reminded that looking back is a bad habit. In Wayne's final tale, The Shootist, we learn that all battles are fought by scared men who'd rather be someplace else, but that every man's got to have a code to live by, and those that do are willing to stay in the fight. So have you shared your code with your children? In the tale of Braveheart, we watch man's desire for freedom unfold and the price that some men are willing to pay for it. As William Wallace said to his countrymen, every man dies, not every man really lives. And some moments later he says to his enemies, return to your friends and tell them we came here with no peaceful intent, but ready for battle and determined to avenge our own wrongs and set our country free. There's the tale of Saving Private Ryan, the story of nobility, hope, courage, and fraternity in times of darkness. We read in Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms. To choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. We see this in Captain Miller's ability to discuss the strategy of winning the war in such a matter-of-fact way, but clearly never loses sight of his own end goal. He sees each day of battle as a set of goals that need to be accomplished, saying, if going to Rommel and finding this private Ryan so he can go home, if that earns me the right to get back to my wife, well, then that's my mission. This tale depicts that in the midst of the life and death atmosphere of war, men are willing to look beyond their own situation and hope someone they have never met can be saved from all the horror. When Miller and company finally reach Private Ryan at Rommel and he learns of his three brothers' deaths and the mission to return him home to his mother, he responds, Tell her that when you found me, I was here, and I was with the only brothers that I have left, and that there's no way I was going to desert them. Well, you know the rest of the story. But have you ever discussed this story with your children about what it was that Private James Ryan was supposed to earn when Captain Miller said to him, 
James, earn this, earn it. And finally, the tale of Chariots of Fire, where the legend of man's virtues met head-on with those of God's. When the Olympian refused to run on Sunday, and the prince responded, there are times when we are asked to make sacrifices in the name of loyalty, and without them, our allegiance is worthless. Well, obviously the prince was unaware that when you separate God's gift in a man from the man, you compromise the gift. So the father responded to his son, You can praise God by peeling a spud if you peel it to perfection. Don't compromise. Compromise is a language of the devil. Run in God's name and let the world stand back and in wonder. You might ask why in the season of Christmas joy, why would anyone recommend these old tales filled with so much pain and suffering? Yes, we do wait in great hope in this present moment for the coming of our King, for peace on earth and goodwill towards men, because long laid the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Yet knowing that the joy we are patiently waiting for can only be fulfilled through the suffering of the cross. So we wait in great joy for both the coming and the cross. Tales of suffering, courage, forgiveness, and fraternity, they strengthen our resolve. And they also form our children, if we will allow it even if it does cause some tears. As Viktor Frankl said, there is no need to be ashamed of tears, for tears bear witness that a man had the greatest of courage, the courage to suffer. Ain't it so? This is Gittin' Grit signing off. Merry Christmas to all. Dominus Lobiscum. <laughs>